All right, listen, have you ever found it hard to believe in your own dreams? Like maybe, you know, the people around you didn't quite take your thing seriously. They say, oh, you know, you should get a real job. That's just a hobby, right? Or why are you going for that? Like, that's that's silly. No one else has done that before. Uh, and, you know, sometimes people laugh at what you got going on or they doubt that you're able to do it. Or maybe they talk you out of what you want to do because they're fearful and now they're making you fearful. Uh, or maybe you feel overwhelmed because you're the first person in your family or in your friend circle to do what you're wanting to do. Uh, or you're, maybe you're just afraid that you know what you're going for will never come to pass. It'll never come true. Uh, well, I'm here to tell you, my friend, that you are not alone. And today I want to share my tips for keeping your dreams alive, even when it feels like what you're going for is impossible. All right, let's get into it. All right, welcome back to the Guy Frame Show, the podcast where we share stories and life lessons to help you get unstuck and back to making the art that moves the world. I'm your host, Godframe, and I am so glad you're here. I don't know where you might be listening to this or watching this video, but I am honored that you decided to spend a few minutes with me. Hopefully you get just that level of oomph that you've been looking for, a little bit of encouragement, a little bit of hope, a little bit of extra push to keep you going toward creating a thriving creative life. Um, and you know, I wanna start today you know, a little bit different than what I usually do. I want to start with a quote from a friend of mine. Uh, Wes Harris is probably the most underrated creative genius on this planet. Like this dude does not get enough credit. Uh, he's a producer, songwriter, singer, creative director. Like I can't even describe everything he does. He is just a creative guru. And one day he tweeted something that I don't think I will ever forget. It was very simple. It was very short, but it hit me right in the chest. He said, you've got to start taking your ideas seriously. You've got to start taking your ideas seriously. And when I heard that quote, it spoke to me so much because I know that in my own life, and maybe you can relate, there are so many things, so many moments where, you know, even though I'm getting paid to do what I'm doing, you know, if I'm running a video production company, I'm an entrepreneur, uh, or I'm making music and it's getting, you know, placed in some of the coolest places like the NFL Network and BET and VH1, like, like I'm doing a lot of cool stuff, but sometimes I don't take my own stuff seriously. Or a better way to say it is I don't see any real value in what I'm doing. Sounds crazy, right? Like, <laughs> like, yo, like, what do you mean? Like, you're doing all this cool stuff, guy frame. Like, wh why would you not value it? But it's a real thing. Like, it's really easy to look at what you have in your hands, look at what God has given you, look at your own gifts and talents and not believe in them. Or even deeper, to not believe in yourself. I've been wanting to be a full-time entrepreneur for quite a while. And, you know, for the past couple of years, we've been able to do that by God's grace. Uh, but I remember, you know, those last couple of years, especially before I left my job, I, I would have all these woes and, you know, complain sometimes and like vent to my wife and, you know, be like, man, I just, I, I just want to quit my job. I just want to leave. And, you know, I, I don't feel like, and I actually told her, I'm like, sometimes I don't feel like you support me or that you, you know, take my stuff seriously, that I can actually do this. And she hit me back with a statement <laughs> that I will never forget. And probably one of the 
biggest things that led to us having the success we're having right now. And she said, if you want me to take your stuff seriously, I need you to take it seriously. Like, I need you to, you know, more or less, she, she was like, I need you to prove it. Like, show me, show me that you actually want this. You want to be an entrepreneur. You want to be a business owner. You want to be this artist, producer, whatever you want to be. Then you need to show it. And what she was basically calling out was like, man, I wasn't putting in those nights, weekends, and lunch breaks, you know, using my spare time to actually work on my craft. I wasn't reinvesting money into my crafts. I wasn't, you know, studying and reading the books and listening to the podcast and like doing all the things and putting energy toward what I wanted to do. And it was mainly because I didn't believe in myself that I could actually get it done. And so the big idea for today is that, you know, sometimes it is hard to believe in your own dreams. It's difficult, especially when you're trying to do stuff that no one in your life has ever done. But I'm here to tell you that it's necessary. You have to believe in yourself and believe in your dreams if you're going to make this stuff come to life. Because honestly, you've probably seen this already, but nobody's going to give a crap about your stuff like you're going to give a crap about your stuff. Like you obsess over your thing or things you lose sleep over it, right? Like you are obsessed. You're going to all the conferences. You're doing all the things. You're like listening to the gurus. You're watching all these YouTube videos and tutorials about how to do your thing. And you might tell your closest friend or you might tell your auntie or somebody like, hey, have you seen the latest da-da-da-da-da? And they might look at you like, oh, okay, that was cute. That's great. But back to reality, right? Back to normal life because everybody's got their own thing going on. They've got their own agenda and goals and plans and, you know, things that they want to uh, achieve as well or not. Uh, so either way, you can't expect people to believe in your stuff like you believe in it, but you better doggone believe in it if you want to get anything done. So today I have four tips for how to keep your wildest dreams alive uh, and actually go get them. The first one, uh, it's probably my favorite one, is if you want to believe in your dreams and keep those things alive and actually go for it, you've got to avoid dream killers. Now, this sounds like, you know, super, I don't know, wishy-washy and, I don't know, kind of cliche and goofy, but it's real. Like, you have to avoid dream killers in your life. Uh, these are people or things or places or vices that kill your potential or kill your dreams. And I'll give you an example. There's an, uh, a story in the Bible, one of my favorite characters, uh, his name is Joseph. And, you know, if you're unfamiliar with the story, Joseph was a guy who, you know, he had a lot of dreams of success, a lot of dreams of having influence and being this, this great leader and helping a lot of people. Uh, but he didn't come from that type of family. He didn't come from, you know, royalty or people being in prominent places. He was just kind of a regular guy from a regular family. And when he told his brothers, what he wanted to do and what he dreamt of and what God gave him in his heart. They were like, man, what? what? Like, what, what do you want to do that for? Like, that's that's dumb. Like, what are you doing? Like, no, this, this is silly. How are you going to lead us? How are you going to lead anybody? And so, you know, long story short, they ended up hiding him in this hole and telling his dad that he was dead and like selling him into slavery. Like, just all this crazy stuff happened. Uh, but it made me think, like, man, you got to watch people's reaction when you tell them your dream. Pay close attention. If there's something really near and dear in your heart and you know that God gave it to you, pay attention to how people react when you tell them. It'll tell you a lot about whether they're 
going to root for you or if they're going to try to kill your dream, <laughs> try to tear you down, or if they're going to try to compete against you. But here's the thing. Please don't be so fluffy and in the clouds thinking that no one's ever going to oppose you. All right. Like, I know you got great ideas. I know you're the dopest thing since sliced bread and that you're going to change the world. But that doesn't mean you're not going to face opposition. Matter of fact, you should probably expect opposition. And, you know, kind of a side note that goes with that is, you know, not every naysayer or not every person who, you know, has an idea contrary to yours is necessarily a dream killer. Sometimes those are the people you need the most in your life to help you make sense of your dream. I'll give you an example. You know, for a long time when, you know, Jazz and I first got married, I thought that she hated my ideas. Like, I thought she didn't want me to achieve anything uh, because she would always poke holes in my stuff. Like, I'd come and be like, hey, Jazz, I want to do this. And like, my eyes would be all lit up and glossy. Like, oh, I've just been floating on a rainbow and everything is wonderful. And listen to this world-changing idea. And she would come with, okay, but how much is it going to cost? And when are you going to get this done? And why do you want to do this? Like she had all these tough questions that were great questions, but I interpreted them as, well, dang, she doesn't believe in my dreams. When in reality, she's actually more wired to asking the tough questions because she cares. It's not that she would say like, oh man, why are you doing this? How much is it going to cost? When are you going to get it done? Because she doesn't want to see it happen. It's more so she's looking out for me and the idea itself. Like, yo, I actually care about you. So let me make sure you're doing this in a way that's not going to kill you, <laughs> right? Or kill us, our family in the process. Uh, and so sometimes you have people in your life who, you know, are great at poking holes in your thing. They may not be poking holes because they hate your dream. They may be poking holes because they love you. And so you got to know when to bring your stuff to those types of people. When your idea is fresh, and you like you literally just woke up this morning and you're like, oh, I got this idea. That's probably not the time to tell that person <laughs> about your dream. Like cook it a little bit first. You know what I'm saying? Bake it a little bit before you present it to that type of person. Uh, but that's my first tip of, you know, avoid the actual dream killers. And you'll recognize them by how they react to your dreams. My second tip is you got to keep your vision fresh, all right? Keep it fresh and in your mind and in your heart. Uh, one of the greatest ways that I found to do this is using visual reminders. A lot of people use vision boards. I don't necessarily use vision boards. I used to think they were stupid, but they're actually pretty cool. Um, and, and basically, whether you use a board or not, or a journal, or I don't know, a Pinterest board. I've been getting into Pinterest lately. Like, you got to have some sort of reminder that's going to keep the vision alive and fresh in your mind. And here's why. In this life, we got a lot of distractions, a lot of responsibilities, a lot of things that we put our hands on. And it can be really easy to forget about or neglect your own dreams while you're out there building someone else's dreams. I don't want you to get so caught up in building someone else's thing or you know, going about the day-to-day -day of your life that you let your wildest dreams pass you by because they're not top of mind. You know, when you keep visual reminders in front of you, it sort of compels your brain. Like, I'm not, I'm not into, like, manifesting or anything like that, but, you know, there is something powerful to having visual and maybe even audible reminders of what you're looking to achieve 
And subconsciously, like your your mind will start looking for ways to get that thing done. You'll start connecting with people to help you get the thing done. You'll start finding resources and opportunities out of seemingly out of nowhere. You know, some people call it like the law of attraction and the universe and all that stuff. You believe whatever you believe. All I know is there's something very powerful about seeing a vi- a vision or seeing some sort of reminder of what you want to do on a regular basis to keep that dream alive. Uh, some people also use whiteboards. Uh, I've got a like a white sticky note board thing that I use uh, that I keep on my wall and just I kind of just write the most important things for that year or that season uh, just so I keep them fresh and I don't forget. So I recommend you do the same thing. Find a way to keep your vision fresh. Uh, my next tip, this is kind of a quick one, is, you know, you got to keep your inspiration tank full. Like, whatever it is that you love, whatever it is that you're striving to do, like, that's the type of stuff you should be consuming content-wise. Like, the YouTube videos, podcasts, articles, books. Like, completely immerse yourself in the world of your dream until you see that dream come to pass. Uh, for me, like, I love documentaries, and I've started to love them more and more lately. Um, so I watch them all the time, whether they're short, long, two hours long, three hours long. It doesn't matter. Like, I love docu-style content, and I want to make a lot of it, and I want to tell a lot of stories. And so this is the type of stuff that I consume often uh, to keep my dream alive. It's also something really powerful, I think, about seeing other people do what you want to do. Let's say you, uh, I don't know, you want to be an Olympic swimmer or something. I don't know. You, you're on the swim team. Like, You should be watching races from Olympic swimmers. Like we have YouTube, we have, you know, you don't have to wait for the Olympics to come around. You have all these videos and Instagram and TikTok. There's all these ways to keep the vision in front of you. That's one thing you got to do is, you know, find people who are doing what you want to do on a high level and study them, watch them, consume all their stuff, go to their events, like get into the world that you want to be in as much as you can. And you'll find that it's a lot easier to achieve what you're wanting to achieve. All right, we're going to take a quick break before I get to my next tip and uh, hear from our sponsors, but I'll be right back. This podcast is brought to you by Lamar Haley Entertainment, helping global brands and creators leverage music, film and TV, and digital content to engage audiences on a human level. Discover more at lamarhaley.com. Being a creator isn't easy. Whether you're juggling last-minute deadlines, working with difficult clients or team members, or you're just not feeling confident in the things you create, it's easy to feel overwhelmed, frustrated, and like no one understands what you're going through. Well, here at Team Godframe, we got you. That's why we created the Godframe mailing list, a weekly-ish newsletter full of stories, tips, and inspiration to help you thrive on your creative journey so you can get back to making art that moves the world. Get that creative boost you've been waiting for from Godframe straight to your inbox. Sign up now at godframe.com slash mailing dash list. Got a question you want to get answered on the show? Or you just want to give a shout out? Now you can. With the Anchor platform, you can record a personalized voice message for a chance to be featured on an upcoming episode of The Godframe Show. Leave a message now at godframe.com forward slash podcast. 
All right, so we're back and we're talking about, you know, how to keep your dreams alive. In this life, there are a lot of things that can distract you and deter you from going after your wildest dreams, whether that's other people or other things or even your own fears and insecurities. Uh, but if you want to have a thriving creative life, uh, then you've got to go for these dreams. All right. Um, so my last tip for you, if you want to keep your dreams alive, then you need to shut up and execute. I don't know any other way to say it. <laughs> like, like sometimes you got to stop talking about your thing and start walking about it. You know what I'm saying? Like you don't have to show everybody what you're up to, especially if your dream is still in baby phase and it's still just an idea on paper. It might not be the time to tell the whole world. Like you don't have to put everything on Instagram. You don't have to put everything on your YouTube channel while you're building it. There is something very powerful about moving in silence. Tell people when it's done. Right. Like, especially if you got those dream killers in your life, like they shut down every idea you have. Don't tell them. Don't tell them until it's out. Don't tell, like let them find out when they see it on TV or they see it in the stores or they, you know, it pops up in the art gallery or whatever. Or Like let it launch and let them say, oh, my gosh, I didn't know you were doing this thing. Yeah, exactly. Because you're a dream killer. <laughs> like, I, of course, I didn't tell you every time I tell you something, you shut it down. Now, you don't have to tell them that. But you and I both know that's what you really are thinking. Right. Like move in silence. You know, I thought <laughs> thought of this kind of goofy idea of, uh, you know, they got like witness protection programs. You might need to put your ideas in protective service, like put them in the IPS, the idea protection service. All right. Hold them down, lock them down, maybe tell one or two people that you trust who are actually going to help you get there. And in the meantime, while you're building it, shut up, just do it. Like the greatest way to prove your naysayers wrong is to just do exactly what they said you could not do. I'm so tired of people, including myself, who just talk and talk and talk. Like every time you talk to them every month, it's like, yeah, just wait. Wait till I do this such and such thing. It's going to change the world. A little boom, I'm going to blow up. Then two years later, man, how's it going with the thing? Oh, man, I ain't done it yet. But, you know, as soon as I, man, what you like, shut up and execute. Stop talking about it and just do it. All right. No one cares. I promise you, no one cares about you just sitting up and talking about what you want to do. People who move the world are people who take action and execute on their ideas and not just sit there and talk about them and stare at them on a blank page. All right. Get after it. All right, so that's it for today. Of course, y'all know I got a challenge for you. My challenge is I want you to take one action from today. You know, we talked about removing dream killers. We talked about creating visual reminders of your dream. We talked about refilling your inspiration tank. We also talked about shutting up and executing. Like, let me know which of these areas you're going to take action on this week. And uh, let me know how it goes in the comments. Uh, you can hit me up on uh, social media at Godframe. Uh, you can also go to Godframe.com and leave me a comment. I don't care how you get to me. Just get to me. All right. I'd love to hear from you. And I'd love to answer any questions and help you out along the way. All right. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, you have been listening to The Godframe Show. I'm your host, Godframe. And I hope you have a phenomenal rest of your day and rest of your week. All right. And as always, I'll talk to you soon. Peace. <laughs>